Ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back? Back again. Kendall's back. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yay! Yay! Welcome back! I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. It's so awesome. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello, everybody! Hello! Hey. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello. It's 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 me. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Fuya Katarmaja. And you are experiencing a podcast called Fred. You most Woo-hoo! certainly are. And uh, yes. I can't believe that Kendall is back, Fulia. Yay! This is exciting. I'm so happy. This is super exciting. <laughs> Very super happy to have Kendall back. Uh, it's, it's a little bittersweet, I will say, Kendall, because you are back, <laughs> but you're not in the studio with us. No. Mind you, I'm not in the studio with you either. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. <laughs> no, the show the show's gone from two studios to three, so that's absolutely that's great. <laughs> two in Melbourne and one in Wollongong. Yes. <laughs> How, how the hell is Kendall going. still within Melbourne and I'm not? <laughs> Fulia, you live interstate, accept it and get over it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not accept it. I am in Melbourne, damn it. <laughs> you chose the Wollongong postcode. It did not choose you. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, the parents did that. I did not. Okay. <laughs> excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, my dear. Yes, hello. What Hi. have you been up to in your oh, absence? Oh my god, what haven't I been up to? Oh my goodness. Um, I just got to say, it's really nice to be back and to hear your beautiful voices again. I've really missed being on this show, and it was it was, <laughs> it was a mixture of beauty and pain listening back to those recordings, <laughs> the episodes without me. They were so much fun to listen to, but. But I just got to say one thing. 15 minutes, guys, really, on the first episode before mentioning little old me? (laughs) (laughs) I just, hang on. I'm I'm putting my hand up. I know you all can't see me, but I've got my hand up. Credit where credit is due. Which one of us actually remembered you, Kendall? I I don't remember. That's not, it's irrelevant. I'm pretty sure it was you though, Wayne, but I can't remember. (laughs) It absolutely was. Thank you very much. I want that acknowledged. I want that bronzed. I want that on a golden plaque that Wayne remembered Kendall. Is this like, this going to be the new concession? (laughs) I hope not. You don't really need another one, Kendall, I don't think. The the one that you've got in place is pretty much perfect and does the job, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't don't think perfect's the word I would use, but all right. I would. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay you you do that um but, no. but yeah but jokes aside yeah it's great to be back and um and not be as as sick as i was so yeah. that's that's really great i mean i yeah just had you know for listeners people at home i yeah had a bit of a cough i'm fine totally fine do not have the the um the big big disease that's you know mm. collapsing the world at the moment thank goodness but um yeah, yeah so but, but because of that I wasn't allowed to go to work and I thought I would rest myself for a few weeks and uh, look after me to try and get better and come back to you guys so and that's why I'm now officially here so that's very very good um, so happy yes. and glad yes happy yes yes very happy. Absolutely happy. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yes. So, but for what I've been doing, I have lost count of the amount of movies and TV shows (laughs) that I've seen in the last, like, month. Oh, my goodness. Um, Mm. I finished finished The Office, which was awesome. That is so good. Uh, What else? I mean... I've I, st- I got into Queer Eye on Netflix and I'm loving that. How um, good is that? <laughs> look, I did, oh, man. I, did, I didn't know I did not know it was going to be like that wholesome and it was going to like make me cry basically every yes. episode. Yep. Oh my god, every episode. Yep. <sighs> those those boys are just beautiful human beings and what they do for these beautiful people as well is just it's awesome. It's it's it was really kind of the best uplifting thing that I needed to keep my spirits mm. high while I was feeling a bit yeah. low. But yeah, so that was great and I've also, and fully knows this already, but for everyone else, I've gotten back into watching Supernatural. Ooh. <laughs> um, which is a, a long time. I'm very coming. excited for you, Kendall. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm I'm excited for me too. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in season ten now. So, um, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't start. I didn't start from scratch. I start like I years ago when I initially like started a big watch of it. I got up to the start of season eight and and then it got taken off Netflix. But it's on stand now, so I've just started from season eight and continued so um and that's yeah it's awesome um but yeah movies oh i i can't even there's a lot of movies that i'd never seen before like i watched the wedding singer for the first time Mm. Um, oh really (laughs) yeah i'd never seen it that was great i watched notting hill for the first time i really like you getting all these 90s rom-coms in you oh yeah yeah. i went through a big (laughs) rom-com phase while i was it was a decade for it i'm not gonna lie oh absolutely (laughs) in the 90s and and early 2000s as well yeah absolutely was yeah so so good um but i think still my favorite movie that i watched while i was locked down was pride um on netflix Mm. Oh my god! I fell in love with that film, and everybody mm. should watch it. It's it's yeah, it's so so good, and so another again another wholesome story, and it's a true story, and just with filled with some beautiful people in it, and yeah, I yeah couldn't recommend it more. But yeah, that's basically kind of been me, I suppose, mm. <laughs> trying to get better. How are you guys doing? How how have you been? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me and tell the listeners what's what's going on with with Wayne and Fulia. Yeah, well, this is uh, day twenty two of of self isolation for me. Oh, <laughs> I decided Wayne. to go back and actually count. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's funny. It's kind of like well. 
What have I been doing? I've been watching a lot of TV and movies. I've been going grocery shopping. Yes. <laughs> it's, been... it, it becomes like a treat now to go out grocery shopping, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I still yes. I still try to stretch my legs once a day and go for a bit of a walk. I can tell you, though, today I was not in the mood whatsoever. And I was Aww. going for my walk down my normal route and I'm approaching the steps that I normally climb. And I'm like... Oh, I can't be bothered. I'll just walk past them and just keep walking <laughs> on the flat surface. And you know that motivational voice in your head that kicks yeah. in? And you're like, just move, you fucker. <laughs> so, wow. So I took the steps. <laughs> Good. <laughs> tough love, tough love. Tough love. Good. I yeah, like it. One thing, well, one thing that I actually have uh, started, because I won't recount what I've been doing the last few weeks because our listeners already know, but one thing I, I actually said to myself was like, you know what, Wayne? Quite a few years ago, you said to yourself that you would watch Game of Thrones when you had the time uh, because I started season one when it first came out on DVD. I'd borrowed the DVD, watched the first two episodes and went, my goodness, this is just gripping and fantastic. However, there's a lot of characters. It's a fantasy world. There's a lot of plot lines. So many things are going on. I have no idea who anybody is yet. So I need some time to to actually, I need the time to watch and truly concentrate and invest. And so the yeah. other day I said to myself, well, you've got the time now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, you yes, you do. Yeah, so I, I started a few days ago, and I'm not much of a binger, but I'm already halfway through season two. I know it's not a lot of episodes, Ooh. but for me, it's um, I'm devouring this series. Um, oh, good. And oh, look, Game of Thrones, it. the episodes are like at least 50 minutes each. That's oh, yeah. right. They, they, I understand. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they average 55 minutes, yeah. Um, but yeah. they're just so beautiful. The ones that I've seen, because I, I do know and I've seen memes that reflect that the series kind of loses its way a little bit towards the end. Um, but I'm going yeah. in there open mind, clean slate. I'm not coming in with, I mean, like I know there's hype and it was critically acclaimed, so I am expecting a quality production, but I'm not going beyond that. I'm really, you know, I'm not, I don't nerdgasm over it or I, I don't particularly, you know, um, yeah, I'm not obsessing over any of the actors yet or anything like that. So I'm just really taking it as if I have never heard of the show before because okay. I, I don't, right. I don't, I don't okay. know. And I don't really know um, what happens with a lot of the characters and things. Like, there's been spoilers along the way. Um, but I, I don't know a lot about the series because I purposely distanced myself from it because I knew it was something I wanted to watch when I had the time because what I had seen was really good. Um, mm, yeah. But, yeah, definitely at the stage where I'm at, uh, I, I, I can't really complain. You know, so, some storylines will always drag a little bit when you've got so many going at once. But yeah. it's just such a uh, the it's such a beautiful looking show. Production design is really good. The mm-hmm. costumes are great. The cast mm. are so talented. Um, I'm loving all of the plot twists and turns. And I'm even at the stage now when any two people sort of look at each other in a certain way or touch one another with any sign of affection. I'm like, oh, I bet you they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably <laughs> right. Yeah, because you know. Yeah. The, the, the... 
it sets you up for that. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. I mean, I think it's really, at, at this stage, it's kind of like a very expensive days of our lives, but I'm all up for it. <laughs> it really kind of is. But yeah, I, I, I appreciate the um, the care you're you're taking, the consideration, because it is mm. it is so overwhelming, those first few episodes, to like really, because you're... You, it just it's a huge information dump all at once just absolutely like, yeah. here's all these characters they're they all belong to these families and they all live yes. in this land that's made up and there's all these la- it's just yeah it's it's very full on but i'm i'm glad you're enjoying it yeah i am enjoying it i mean really with the exception of um of some witchcraft and the dragons at the end of season 1 um, yes. i'm now at the stage where they're really introducing a lot more of the f- the supernatural themes mm-hmm. um so I'm not sure how that'll that'll sit with me because I was kind of enjoying it. It, I mean, I always knew it was a fantasy series, but I was kind of just enjoying it almost like as a straight um, alternative medieval series, if that makes sense, yeah. without yeah, the realms of fantasy. Yeah. So I don't know if, if the, the fantasy and the witchcraft will, will lose me a little bit or it'll be like, oh, okay, so really anything can go. So, uh, yeah, so it's, I'm not too deep into that element of the show yet. Uh, so I'm okay. looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Ooh, also, good. also my my brother has got annual leave. He had booked this quite a few months ago, so he's got two weeks off. Um, so you know, both of us we can't go anywhere. So he's actually mm-hmm. said today he's like, oh okay, I think we just need to like schedule what movies we're watching together, <laughs> 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 nice. program our films together because we're kind of like, oh you know, what are some movies we haven't seen in a while or, or haven't seen before that we're both interested in. You know, watching a movie is always fun when you've got somebody else to talk about it with afterwards. Definitely, um, yeah. So, yeah, so I think we're, we're, we're at the stage now where we're about to go, okay, we're going into franchises now and just downing all of these franchises. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> awesome. so, so really, yeah, my time's on a couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> similar to me. You've been a couch potato. <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> nice. yes. Uh, yeah, still been doing a bit of writing, but, um, yeah, but oh, happy good. with the progress, yes. Yes, had, had a down period and now it's been pushing back up again. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, Fulia, one last thing, something that I think, Fulia, you, mm. you would appreciate is I baked cookies for the first time. Hey! <laughs> what kind of cookies nice. did you make? I made peanut butter cookies. Oh, yum. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello. Yes, yeah. you have I. You have my undivided attention. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, can I, can you mail been... me some? <laughs> well, I've never, I've actually never made peanut butter cookies before, so I'm still not sure if they came out nice. But look, I've eaten them all. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. <laughs> I was like, these are actually really nice. I'm so surprised. Um, but I don't know. A, a peanut butter cookie connoisseur like yourself, Kendall, might be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure I would love them. I'm sure. Well, I've, I've got time to perfect them um, until uh, we're all in the same studio, and I can and I can have some and, and get your expert opinion Yay. and your advice. Oh, no pressure. So I think the next time the next time we're all together in the same you know in the Fred shed, uh, we all should bring something that we've handmade ourselves. <laughs> oh, that's sounds a good, good idea. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So- sounds Done. good. A mini feast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, F- Fulia, what have you been up to? Oh wow! Okay, my my week has been similar to yours in the sense that I've kind of also been a couch potato. Mm. Um, I've been doing a lot of um, you know binge watching of shows. I've been watching um, the you know Tonight with Jimmy Fallon at Home edition, 
which has been really good. It just keeps me sort of smiling and um, keeps it keeps my mood up when I watch it because I love Jimmy Fallon. He mm. is awesome. Yeah. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Very nice. Been establishing my island. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where, you know, we're getting more and more uh, animals uh, residing on my island. So... <laughs> So Excellent. that's been pretty good. Good. Yes. Um, I've also been cooking a lot lately. I don't always cook as much as I would have liked to have before all this sort of lockdown started. But mm. since then, I've been um, having having to make do with whatever I can find in the fridge and pantry. And I've just been making all sorts of different uh, meals and, you know, desserts and snacks and stuff like that just to uh, keep me you know, not always staring at a screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also been, uh, what else have I been doing? Um, oh, I finally decided to create my own YouTube channel for Foolish Fuji. Yes, I saw. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. That's awesome. So thank you. Uh, I it, um, debuted uh, last week on the Thursday um, and I just, I, I don't have any social media pages for it because I don't think I really need them at this point, um, up until I know that I'm getting a bit of a following. So for now it's just YouTube. That's where I'm going to be for, for the moment. And it's literally just going to be, um, my old streams from the past, um, year and a half, um, just uploaded onto that channel just so that everybody could see what I have played in the past, um, with little sort of you know, 10, 15 minute or less um, highlights the day before just a sort of a lead up into the game that I played. Um, I'll also be uh, live streaming through uh, that channel as well. Um, so hopefully starting maybe next, maybe this week, I'll be maybe this week or next week, I'll start live streaming again. Um, so yeah, I've been sort of had that going in the works in the last uh, week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. and yeah, um, yeah, watching a lot of, um, not watching as much movies as I have been TV shows. Um, so I've been watching a lot of TV shows. I have watched a movie called man of the year, which I will talk about later on, um, oh. in the quickie review. And that, to that is the, that is the film with, uh, Robin Williams. Yes. And I also watched another theatre show thanks to National Theatre at Home on their YouTube channel uh, called Treasure Island. <laughs> mm. And yeah. I will also talk about that in Quickie Review as well. Now, there's one thing I really wanted to mention, and I'm not sure if you both have heard about this, but um, to our time this morning, so Sunday morning, uh, the Global Citizen One World show yes. um, was broadcast yes. around the world. That's I saw right, a bit yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. I actually managed to catch it uh, at 10 a.m. this morning. <laughs> nice. Um, and, and watch the full two-hour program. And it was, it was, really, it was really great to, to see all these different, you know, artists and actors and, um, you know, all doctors, nurses, scientists sort of come together. Um, thro- 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 oh, I can't say the word. <laughs> Philanthropists. Philanthropists. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and entrepreneurs also. <laughs> nice. Oh, that, that word's a tongue twister for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they all sort of came together. It was just a sort of an entertainment program for, for everybody to sort of just 
sit back, relax, and just um, watch some, you know, just watch some music um, and uh, listen to a few facts uh, about what's been happening um, in the last month um, and what's going to be happening for the next month or you know for the future uh, this year. Um, and it's been it's been really sort of eye opening. Um, and uh, it was hosted by uh, none other than Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Stephen Colbert. Um, so they, yeah, yeah. So they, all three of them hosted it. It was all put together by the one and only Lady Gaga. She yes. is amazing. Mother monster. Love, <laughs> love, love, love her. Yes. So, um, in, in an interview that, uh, Jimmy Fallon had with, uh, Lady Gaga, I think it was about, well, I think it was like last week. Um, they, they spoke about what this program was going to be about and the fact that, you know, people don't really need to s- go and donate anything because, Lady Gaga herself has been ringing around to everybody around the world about, you know, getting some donations. They got donations from Apple, from IBM. They got donations from all sorts of different, you know, artists and actors. So they literally raised, I think they said $50 million. I think that's US Um, already. Yeah. By the time the program aired. So, um, and that was uh, really amazing to sort of hear and, and that we didn't, you know, as the viewer didn't have to necessarily end up, you know, having to donate like we would as if it was like a telephone or anything like that. So mm. that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I'd say that this morning was, um, was a really good sort of little highlight, uh, of my, of my day, but the rest of my week has been, you know, kind of slow trying to get some work done. But, um, this week specifically has been, kind of difficult uh, for me mentally and emotionally so uh, no. I've been trying to uh, yeah I've been I've been doing my best to to keep my mood up wherever I can um, but uh, yeah it's for me this is day 32 so yeah oh well day 33 um, so I for me for a whole month of being at home not being able to work has been uh, very difficult um, especially um, financially when I've got other things that I have to pay for um, without even being able to, without even going shopping. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm holding in. Uh, I know that this is all going to end hopefully soon. I hope. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, hopefully. And that, you know, and, I, and, that, and that I know that I'm not alone because everybody else is in the no. same situation. Yeah, absolutely. So. The entire, absolutely. entire yeah. world. Yeah, it's, I, I can totally understand and sympathize with you fully. Like the fact that I was, you know, barred from going back to work, even though I was fine uh, otherwise apart from my cough, like was just, you know, and it just really weighed me down mentally and I kind of shut yeah. myself off a little bit and, you know, cause I, all I could do was watch movies and TV shows. And like, as much as I love doing that, like I'm such a social person and I know like all, all yeah. of us are like, I mean, human beings are social creatures and the fact that we can't go and do the things we'd usually want to do and, and be with the people we want to be with. It's so heartbreaking and it's so hard to kind of, stay positive during this time but um and you know what else too I really this is gonna sound really sad but I literally realized yesterday I'm like I don't remember the last time I hugged somebody and like yeah I I love hugs and that made me really sad (laughs) but but you know it's we've we've got to do I guess we've just got to keep 
keep our spirits high and keep, you know, doing, that's why, you know, the podcast is still going. We want to, you know, keep entertaining ourselves and, and each other and everybody listening and hopefully just be, bring some levity to these really difficult times. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. No. Oh, it's hard. I, I feel you with that as well, um, Kendall, because I am such a hugger and oh, I, I love have hugs. to, yeah. And I have to say, I am sort of all, I was thinking the other day, I was just like, I actually just miss like touching someone, if that makes sense. Like I just mm. miss, yeah, like, you mm-hmm. know, um, embracing someone or, you know, when you're just having a casual chat or a friendly ca- chat and you just throw your arm around someone or uh, yeah. just, just like those little unscripted moments of human contact because they're just so yeah. genuine and they're mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, you know, the affection is real and they're spontaneous and just that type of, yeah, that type of physicality between friends and colleagues, you know, it's just, yeah. I remember going to the first time I went to work and um, we all greeted each other without hugging one another. Uh, you know, like, it's funny, no one had to say anything. We just all knew that we weren't hugging each other that that morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just really, really surreal, just sort of waving and giving air high fives to people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's just that's just kind of the thing. I, I'm looking forward to a big hug fest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hug fest 2020. It's yeah, coming. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, um, if that's how everybody's doing, we're all caught up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good. All right. I think it might be time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right, nerdy news time. And I'm back. Sorry, Mr. Black, you're 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 out. Uh, again, but thank you, <laughs> thank you for your your esteemed services during my absence. I appreciate it. But um, you know, Mr. Black does not represent uh, the thoughts and opinions of a podcast called Fred. Uh, just FYI, <laughs> he is very um, independent and unbiased, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> right. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, okay, back to the real news now. Um, <laughs> okay, all right, cool. So into the nerdy news, um, and we have to start with sad news. So I have to bring it down again, which is really upsetting. But um, we have two uh, unfortunate passings we have to mention at the top of the show. And the first off, we have um, the... Iconic actor Brian Dennehy, who passed away at the age of 81 this week. Um, He was mostly known for the movies Tommy Boy, First Blood, and Cocoon. Um, So it's very sad to hear of his passing. And then we also lost um, comedian Tim Brooke Taylor at the age of 79 due to COVID-19. He was known for his work with The Goodies, um, and he also worked with the Monty Python boys back in the day as well. So a comedic icon as well very very sad to hear uh, of both of their passings they will definitely be missed um and in sticking with the sad news uh the mecca of all conventions 
San Diego Comic Con has been cancelled. Um, although this oh, is not this is gosh. not exactly <clears throat> not exactly surprising news. I I was just kind of waiting for it to be announced myself, but yeah, officially confirmed this week. Uh, it will not be happening. It will not be postponed or anything. We are just going to have to wait until July 2021 when it will return. It's the first time this convention has been cancelled in the 50 years it's been running. So um, sad, sad for nerds worldwide but we will we will persevere uh in some good nerdy news though this week sam raimi confirmed that he is in fact directing doctor strange and the multiverse of madness that is super awesome um of course you guys mentioned or mr black i should say mentioned previously that uh doctor strange 2 had been pushed back to november 2021 um, it was supposed to come out in May, but because of everything being pushed back, of course, that's the new release date. So now Sam Raimi's confirmed his involvement. Is hopefully once everything goes back to normal, filming will commence. So that's very, very exciting to look forward to. Yeah, sure is. More Disney news now. Uh, this is really cool. Some Star Wars news. Uh, they've announced that they're going to be doing a behind-the-scenes docu-series uh, on The Mandalorian, and it's going to be an eight-part series that will be streaming on Disney Plus on uh, Star Wars Day, May the 4th. That's when the first episode will premiere, and then they will be rolling out every Friday, week-to-week, week, subsequently after that. So that's really, really exciting for Star Wars fans to look forward to. Um, and... Another pushback, uh, the upcoming animated feature film by Disney called Soul that we've talked about in Trailer Park before. Um, it is moving to the end of this year. It was supposed to come out in June, but it's now coming out on the 20th of November. Um, crossing the pond to DC now, and we've got some awesome news for Justice League Dark fans. There is a TV series in the work at HBO Max, uh, with the legendary J.J. Abrams bringing that to life on the small screen on that stre uh, streaming service. So that is super awesome. Uh, they haven't announced exactly what storylines or what characters are going to be um, putting on the screen yet, but we will have more news as that develops. Very cool. And lastly, this is awesome and just the positivity we need right now. SBS announced this week that they will be doing a whole week of Eurovision content uh, in a Eurovision festival of sorts from the 10th to the 17th of May. Um, and this will conclude with two events on Saturday the 16th, the first being uh, Eurovision Big Night In, hosted by, um, is it Miff and Joel Creasy? Is that who it is? I forget. Yeah. Yes, Miff, Miff Warhurst and Joel Creasy. And then on the Sunday night, uh, direct from the Netherlands, uh, Eurovision Shine a Light will be uh, broadcast on SBS. So, yeah, um, Eurovision experts, Wayne and Fulia, would you like to elaborate a little <laughs> bit more on what we're going to expect on SBS? Fully, I'm going to throw okay, that to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> so, I didn't really uh, look too much into it when I first heard about it. However, I have brought up the actual Eurovision uh, website. Um, so, Europe Shine a Light um, is pretty much going to be airing all of the um, 41 songs, but in a non-competitive format. Okay. Um, so, yes, they're going to um, have all of the artists that were supposed to be uh, performing and competing at uh, Eurovision uh, Rotterdam 2020. Yeah. Uh, but now they will be singing their songs 
um, from their homes uh, or from their home studios. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much not just going to be this year's contestants. It's also going to introduce or sorry, not introduce. It's going to include um, past contestants as well as part of the whole um, performance. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Um, then And they're not just going to be singing their own songs. They're also going to be singing other Eurovision uh, songs from the past. Um, so it's it's going to be a good uh, a good couple of days of entertainment. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it all comes together and how it all looks because, you know, one of the most fun things about Eurovision is that the – the, the spectacle of it all, I suppose. It is the, the aesthetics of the staging and, and that beautiful wind machine. Uh, so we'll see how how it translates being scaled down. But I love that they're still acknowledging Eurovision and also acknowledging the artists who worked really hard to, to make it to the competition. So, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, looking forward to seeing this, yeah. Yeah, I th- think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So the show will still be um, hosted by um, the Dutch Eurovision presenters who are Chantal Janzen, Edcilia Rombly, and Jan Smit. Uh, so they were supposed to be the uh, Eurovision presenters if the Eurovision actually still went ahead. Um, but they're still going to be uh, presenting, uh, obviously, from a social distancing type of format. <laughs> Um, and, a, and a Dutch internet star by the name of Nikki Tutorials will also be doing a special broadcast, um, creating online content for Eurovision. So that'll be, <laughs> that'll be interesting because I've never heard of her, so I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, um, the show is going to be about two hours long, um, and it'll be, uh, broadcasting on all of the the uh, all the countries broadcasting networks that usually broadcast the Eurovision Song Contest, um, and so May 16 for us that'll be uh, May 17, so Sunday morning. Um, it'll be broadcast. It'll also be broadcast on the Eurovision official YouTube channel as well. So oh, cool. Um, if you if you don't if you don't want to wake up that early, you can <laughs> watch it later on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's the nerdy news then. Uh, is there anything else in there you guys wanted to touch on before we move on? Look, it was really sad to to hear about the passing of Brian Dennehy and Tim Brooke Taylor. Uh, yeah. Both, both figures from my childhood. Uh, two total extreme figures, mind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, did enjoy the goodies as a kid. We used to love watching that on ABC. Um, Tim's sort of rendition of himself on that show was always amusing because it was very British stiff upper lip and all on pop and ceremony, uh, (laughs) which was always great for a chuckle. Um, He did a wonderful job in that with, um, with Graham and, and Bill as well. Um, Yeah. Brian Dennehy, funnily enough, I was actually watching the, um, the Rambo franchise this week as one of the franchises. So I had just seen, yeah, Brian Dennehy in first blood a few days uh, before, uh, he had passed, and so it was lovely wow. revisiting that classic again. Um, and he's just so wonderful in that. Um, yeah, that, that you know that was it was sad to hear, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean at least at least Brian Dennehy died of natural causes, so you know he he went yes. when his time was supposed to to go, which is all that you could ask for anyone really. That's um, very true. Yeah, and he leave and he leaves a wonderful legacy, as does 
as does Tim Brooke Taylor as well. Um, yes, they both yeah. do. Yeah, they're kind of the, the the news items that really stood out to me the most this week. Excited to look to look for uh, Eurovision. I hope it's as as fun as as the show as the live broadcast is itself. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they put it together. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Folia, um, anything from you? I'm, <laughs> although I don't live in America, I'm very saddened for the cancellation of San Diego Comic Con. But yep, me too. it was inevitable. It yeah. was inevitable. So yeah. um, the the mecca of conventions, of nerdy conventions, um, you know, is not happening this year. So a lot of those um, special um, pop vinyls that usually come out at San Diego oh, yeah. Comic Con, <laughs> all those exclusives, yeah. Not sure whether they're still going to release them or whether they're just yeah. going to pop them on the shelf for the following year, but they might still sell them on the Funko website, so I don't know. <laughs> they might, because, I mean, they could be, like, you know, extra rare ones for, like, the Comic-Con that never was sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing about uh, San Diego being cancelled is uh, kind of the fact that um, – a lot of the big studios, you know, use that platform uh, to show, you know, trailers, show footage from their upcoming yes. films and TV shows, exactly. uh, make special announcements, casting, like all this stuff. Like it's, I mean, I mean, it's so much that every, you know, every year we dedicate a whole episode basically to it. Um, mm. But um, yeah, so that's not going to be a thing anymore. So it kind of begs the question how you know what will there just be kind of maybe no announcements i guess or they'll just be announced differently or you know i mean who knows what's going to be happening in july yeah. uh but yeah, I mean, I, with, i'm not yeah with, i was gonna i was gonna say with the entertainment industry virtually shut down anyway there probably won't be anything to announce um Mm, anyway true. so but yeah it's yeah it, it, it is very very sad but you know i guess it, it'll be an extra big event when it comes back in 2021 i think yeah, definitely. Like like you said, um, the fact that um, there isn't really um, much happening in terms of films and TV shows actually in production uh, because their production studios have all shut down because of this uh, pandemic, um, it just means that maybe there won't be anything to show, like you said. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it won't be <clears throat> such a, a, you know, a bad thing that is being cancelled <laughs> yeah like i guess it, it, it's fine that it's cancelled because there's nothing to talk about anyway so yeah, yeah. i don't know <laughs> i don't know but it's okay something to look forward to next year at least yes, yes yes definitely um i'm excited for this mandalorian uh docuseries on disney plus i think that's going to be really cool because i i freaking loved that show it's so good um and now we're going to get to see how baby yoda was created <laughs> and I, <laughs> I cannot wait for more baby Yoda content please give it to me now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's gonna be awesome um yeah cool uh if that's that's it then guys shall we wrap it up and move yeah. along i think so yep all righty mm-hmm. cool so now it is time to roll on up to the trailer park yeah Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All righty, trailer park time. And we have three trailers, as is standard for this week. 
Um, and which trailer would you guys like to talk about first? We can go top to bottom. Top to bottom? Okay. Yeah, why not? Alrighty, cool. So the first trailer we're going to talk about is a little teaser for the upcoming uh, reboot slash sequel series to Saved by the Bell. <laughs> um, yeah, this this was very very short teaser. I didn't I didn't love it personally. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't think it really showed too much of what the show is going to be about, and I suppose that's the you know earmark of a good teaser, as we so often say, um, you know, not to reveal too much what's coming. But I just kind of would have liked to have seen a bit more, and it, it, it's it's even it's shot differently, like it's it's pre-recorded. It's not shot in front of a studio audience, so the way it looks is a lot different. Um, mm. But I guess for me, my favorite thing was to see. Mario Lopez as AC Slater again, and the fact that he's the gym <laughs> the gym teacher makes me very happy. Um, of course yeah, he, he is. Was, yeah, of course <laughs> he is. As if he'd be anything else. Um, what did you guys think of this trailer? Uh, look, I have such fond memories of Saved by the Bell. Coming home mm. after school and watching it in the afternoon, yep. and um, yeah, like I, I never really followed it through until like the sort of the later series. It was the you know the OG <laughs> is what yes. I uh, was obsessed with and loved when I was a kid. So yeah, while this trailer sort of has, I suppose, tells you more about the style of the show as opposed to mm-hmm. its actual narrative, um, there was just so much lovely nostalgia in it that it just, it made me smile um and mm. i i agree see seeing um <laughs> slater in a really cheeky way and and yeah and talking and really just you know showing off the notches on his belt of the girls that he got with <laughs> <laughs> the fact because the fact that it was their mums that was mm-hmm. hysterical yeah absolutely um yeah, that 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 made me that made me chuckle. <laughs> uh, look, it was lovely seeing Elizabeth Barkley uh, yeah. there as well, um, because her post Saved by the Bell career <laughs> is infamous. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, so lovely, lovely, lovely seeing her because um, yeah, because Jessie was one of my favorite characters in the show. Like, you oh, know, me too. I, yeah. I love Jessie. Yeah, like adored them all. There was such a, a wonderful. Um, collection of people really like they're just mm-hmm. great great uh group of kids uh yeah, yeah no i just yeah as i said i i can't really be critical about this trailer because it, it just filled me with nostalgia and it was just really happy and nice seeing them there oh good very good uh fulia any thoughts from you about saved by the bell um look i never actually watched saved by the bell uh growing up so i have no idea what this show's about um, and, well, the only thing that I do know is that it's set at a high school. Yeah. Um, apart, apart from that, I'm not quite sure by the look of some of these characters, like for instance, the Mario Lopez character, um, what is it? AC Slater. Is this, is this the same high school that they're, that they've come back to work at? I think so. Based I'd on, imagine, yeah. I assume so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so you know, those those characters that used to go to that high school have grown up and now come back to actually work at the high school. Um, is is sort of it's funny in its own way. Um, yeah, the only the only thing that I had a little giggle at was that last little bit with you know um, AC Slater talking to these 
kids and saying that he's dated those two mums. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was <laughs> Which good. Which was the... Could stand out. Yeah. Yeah, that was, the, that was the only thing that, you know, that made me a little sort of giggle a little bit. But other than that, it didn't really grab me in any way. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I suppose yeah. we'll maybe get another trailer, I imagine, before the, sh- the series eventually premieres. So mm. some- something to look forward to. Mm. Um, yeah. Speaking of, we, we don't have an official release date for when Saved by the Bell will be uh, premiering. Um, it's going to be this year sometime, but they actually had to stop production due to COVID-19. So um, they haven't actually finished it yet. So when, as soon as we know, we'll let you guys know when that'll be out. But it looks like sometime later in 2020. All right. Uh, next trailer, what do we got? Capone. The next trailer we've got is Capone. <laughs> Capone. <laughs> Capone, yes. Um, yes, Tom Hardy is Al Capone. That's all I need to know when I'm, I think I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. I had good. no idea. I had no idea it was Tom Hardy until it mentioned that it was Tom Hardy. And I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he kind of disappears a little bit, but you can still kind of still kind of see him so, somewhere in there. Sort um, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done a they've done a good job of his uh, physical transformation. I think um, looks yeah. looks really good. Um, yeah, I don't really know too much about Al Capone uh, outside of the fact that he's probably the most notorious gangster of all time. Um, um, but, um, this, I don't know, this looks like it's, you know, it's his final days, uh, and, you know, how that story unfolds and how his life ends. And I don't know, it looks really, really intriguing to me and it's, it's shot well, it's going to be performed well. There's a stunning cast in this. Um, and yeah, I think I'm definitely going to check it out. Wayne, what did you think about this? Yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent, Kendall. It looks amazing. Uh, for me, Tom Hardy was unrecognizable. So it was lovely, lovely to see. I love the look of this movie. Um, I also don't know too much about Capone, except, you know, that he is a notorious American gangster and is one of the most famous, um, detainees at Alcatraz. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I'm yeah I'm not too sure about how his story ends, but I really like that. That's the angle the film has gone gone from. It's like easy to if you want to do an Al Capone biopic, you know, to to show him in his heyday and then maybe end it with him getting um, you know imprisoned. Um, but this this has, takes a very interesting angle, so. I think it, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a solid picture. It looks great. Uh, it has a bit of a quirkiness to it, I guess, because when you're in that level of, of crime, uh, a lot of uh, extra, um, extra well, I can't say the word, uh, being eccentric <laughs> will we'll come out. So yes. um, it looks there's elements of that as well. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, you, you said the magic word with this one. It's intriguing. It is an intriguing uh, trailer and I think it's going to be a really strong film. I'm yep. looking forward to seeing this. I think it'll be really good. Yeah, yeah, me too. Folia, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, not really. Probably not the type of film that I would go out and watch. To be honest, um, it's very, um, very drama heavy, um, and obviously very crime heavy as well. Uh, but. The only thing that I will say is wow to the 
special effects makeup for Tom Hardy. That that's amazing. He I yeah. did not recognize him at all. Yeah. He, so he they've great. done well on on that side of things. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Um, okay, well, Fulia, when might we be able to check out Capone? So it'll be out uh, on the 12th of May in the US digitally. Okay, excellent. I so want... it'll be on some streaming service some, somewhere. <laughs> some streaming service. Hopefully it makes its way down here. That would be mm. great. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Excellent. Okay. Um, Wayne, what is our final trailer for this week? Yeah. The final trailer is for a movie called Valley Girl. And mm. yeah, uh, look, when this trailer began, I was sort of cringing and rolling my eyes like three seconds into it. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> another one of these. No. <laughs> and then and then it sort of looked like it was more telling a, a flashback story um, with some uh, gorgeous 80s music and hairstyles. So... How good is the soundtrack? Yeah, so um, I stopped cringing and rolling my eyes and paid more attention to it. Um, it feels like it's going to follow a pretty familiar path, though. I'm not expecting too much out of this. It just seems like sort of a standard yeah. um, rom-com, um, and they're just using the fact that it's told in flashback to to heighten uh, the, the romantic and the fun and the musical elements of it. Uh, I'm not yes. saying that it, it, it won't be any good. It just doesn't really show anything all that special, admittedly, uh, for me. But, like, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's kind of going to be a hit or miss movie. Didn't ex- this, the trailer didn't excite me too much, despite all of the wonderful 80s vibes I got from it. Um, so, yeah, it's either going to be, I think, a lot of fun or it'll be a bit tedious. That's yeah. my vibe. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, that's fair. That's fair. Fulia, what did you think? Um, I think out of the three trailers, this one was my favorite, even though, like Wayne said, it wasn't, like, really amazing. Um, I did enjoy the, the 80s look of it all. Um, the, the, main, uh, the main girl um, dressed up like Madonna almost. Um, sort of gave me Madonna vibes looking at that white dress. Yeah. Um, and it, it just looked really awesome. Um, the music probably really grabbed me more because my parents would listen to this a lot when I was growing up. So <laughs> I'm sort of used to listening to eighties music. So, um, I'm kind of looking forward to watching Valley girl. It looks interesting. It's a, um, you know, the standard rom-com musical. <laughs> so it's a musical adaptation, um, of the 1983 film. Um, so yeah, it looks interesting. It's directed by a wonderful woman, Rachel Lee Goldenberg, um, and uh, written by Amy Talkington. So uh, that's pretty cool that there's, you know, more and more, uh, female, uh, roles like head roles, uh, coming through in, uh, in these films. Yes. Very good. Yes. Um, as for my, my thoughts on it, yeah, I, I was kind of similar to Wayne in the fact that it, at the start I was, I didn't know where, where it was going and, or how I felt about it. Um, like I was like, oh, it's Alicia Silverstone. I, I like her. I haven't seen her in a while, but then, then it's, you know, it's her telling the story. I'm like, oh, okay. So she's not going to be in it too much, but that's okay. Um, the eighties, I'm all for the eighties stuff. Like I watched a bunch of 
mo- like the bunch of movies that I watched that during my time off were were you know either set in the eighties or made in the eighties, and it just really made me want to live in the eighties. Like it's <laughs> just re- it just like reinforced the idea that the eighties is my favorite decade. It always has been, always will be. Um, and seeing so seeing this trailer go full on into that was was awesome, especially the fact that it's set in Los Angeles, which is a beautiful place. Um, and like, I love the color of this, this trailer, the aesthetically it's beautiful. The music was so good. Um, like just, you know, reimagining these eighties classics and, um, yeah, I don't know. And you can never really go wrong with a high school kind of rom-com. I mean, it is a formula that's been done to death. So Wayne, like you said, you know, this could be, a, a, you know, it, it probably won't break the mold or anything, but mm. it could it could it could be either really stock standard and unimaginative, or actually be something fresh and exciting. But we won't know until we see. I don't know. I hope it's good. It, it looks it it's got potential, and mm. yeah, I'm I'm definitely keen to to see what it's all about when it comes out. So yeah, yeah. well we'll see how we go. Um. When when is Valley Girl coming out, Wayne? Tell me. Yep. So Valley Girl will be available digitally in the United States on the eighth of May. It's oh, not too far away. on my birthday! No. Oh, hello. It's like, hello. It's a nice, <laughs> nice little birthday candle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kendall, nice little birthday present it's for me. Birthday. Happy yes. birthday to you. That's 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 my favorite. Thank you very much. Yeah. You'll be singing it again to me in like three weeks. Excellent. I look forward to it. I absolutely <laughs> will, my dear. Absolutely will. <laughs> uh, okay, awesome. So that is trailer park. Time to roll on out. Um, and it looks like we've got some quickie reviews. Ooh. Quickie review. Okay, for yes, for it's ya. quickie review time. Quickie reviews. Yes. <laughs> what do you yes. What do you got for us? You've seen a couple of things. Yes. So uh, this week I got the chance to watch um, two things uh, on streaming services. Uh, one of them being uh, Man of the Year with you know, the wonderful late great legend Robin Williams. <gasps> the man. So this particular film, now I had never heard of this film by Robin Williams. Oh, that stars Robin Williams. Um, it's written and directed by uh, Barry Levinson. Um, and it's about a comedian that runs for office. Oh, wow. And apparently wins huh. the presidency. Okay, <laughs> nice. So the whole film is pretty much based around um, so Robin Williams' character's name is Tom Dobbs, and it's pretty much based around from his show. He he has his own little like comedy show that he does. He's a stand-up comedian, and from there, um, he's uh, you know an audience member suggests that he should become president, and lo and behold, he actually does start running for president. So it goes. It, the movie goes through the campaign, and then the voting system that then ends up having him actually win. Now the voting system in this film is electronic. Um, the way that they've done these, that they've made this uh, voting system, and there's a character that works for the system that was made by the company Delacroix, and uh, an employee 
named uh, Eleanor Green talks about um, sort of she's monitoring the system, work going through the um, going through the system to make sure that it works well and makes sh- you know is trying to is checking for any glitches or anything like that. And she actually finds a glitch. Now, the campaign was already in the process of going through all the votes, counting the votes. And she goes to the CEO of the company, tells him about this problem, but he ignores it and just lets it play through. And that's how Tom Dobbs ends up becoming president. (laughs) Oh, wow. But then it sort of then... Yeah, then it sort of all revolves around, you know, trying to, you know, make sure that they keep Eleanor Green quiet, you know, so it sort of goes through this whole dramatic sort of sequence of making sure that she doesn't do anything to jeopardize the company because they're making a lot of money out of this. Um, And, you know, there's some really great actors in here. Christopher Walken's in there. He's playing the manager of um, Robin Williams' character, Tom Dobbs. Um, you know, he's the Jeff Goldblum's in it. He oh. works at Delacroix. He's actually not funny in this film. He's oh. a real dick. No. <laughs> he's he's one of the bad guys. Boo. <laughs> um and then towards the end you get um like as if they were doing an SNL recording with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. <laughs> with um, Tom Dobbs uh, after he won the presidency goes in and does this whole thing about, um, you know, how the system was rigged and stuff like that. So, um, well, it, actually, no, the system wasn't rigged. It was, there was just a computer glitch um, that made him the president. So he then said, I'm not technically the president. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, it's a really, really interesting film. Uh, it came out in 2006, um, but like I said, I'd never heard of Man of the Year, but it was on stand, so I chucked it onto my list and okay. I decided to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was actually quite interesting. It's um, more dramatic than it is funny um, okay. and with a little bit of a romance element to it, but um, it's actually not that bad. Okay. Like, I would give this... I'd give this a three out of five. It's the middle of the road. Okay, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So go check that out if you can. It is currently on Stan. The other thing that I watched is called Treasure Island, and it's on the National Theatre YouTube page. So this was uh, performed uh, at National Theatre in England somewhere. I'm not sure where, where it is exactly. Um, and it was just nice to see a theatre production again. Um, and this one was, it had, it was, had some comedy elements to it and, but it was very, it's a very period piece yeah. because it's about, um, it's about pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys know the story of Treasure Island? Uh, loosely. I, loosely, yeah. Yeah. So they pretty much brought this this story to life on stage and I'm just in awe of the way, you know, the quality of the set of this production. It is amazing. They managed to get what looks like 
the ship on stage and the mechanics of it all, how they bring it on stage, how they lift it and then bring it down. It is absolutely incredible. Like they've got the actors doing a lot of the stage hand work, um, especially with how the actual, they make it look as if they're getting the ship ready for sale. Wow. And it is so good. Like I'm watching this and it is brilliant. Like I was gobsmacked at this, the actual stage production, how they've set it up and everything. Um, the story itself was very interesting. Um, I didn't expect it to go the way it did, uh, because I've never actually heard of the story myself. No spoilers. Um, no, uh, it, you guys should really see this. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth, it's definitely worth watching. Um, the, the, the main character, um, sort of touches up. She, she, you, you can't tell whether she's a female or whether she's a male, but every time they talk about the character, she then goes and corrects them. (laughs) Hmm. So the whole, but the point that she was making there or the, the whole, the point of how they've written this is there's no, there's no, it doesn't really matter about what gender she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's literally, she's part of the, she's, she's part of the, the actual ensemble, but she's also the narrator of the story, hmm. which is wow. amazing because she has a lot of dialogue in this show. So the fact that she was able to get through, I think it's like almost a two-hour show, I think it is. Yeah. It's an hour and a half or two, you know, between an hour and a half and two hours worth of show um, with an interval, and she is the one yeah. that talks the most in this whole mm. production. It's just – it's amazing. Her talent is incredible. I would give Treasure Island a four out of five. It is so good. Like it's nice. it's funny, it's dramatic, it's dark, it, it but it sort of rounds itself. It's sort of balanced out really well. Yeah. Look forward to seeing that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Seriously, watch it. <laughs> nice. Very good. Thank you so much for the recommendations, Folia. Very awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um. Cool. Well. I guess then now it is time for popcorn culture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> popcorn culture. It is time for popcorn culture. Yes. The moment you've all been waiting for has arrived. Um, and today, <laughs> today we thought we would discuss between the three of us, um, Actors that we don't really seem to hear much from anymore. Actors that used to be in the spotlight, used to be making, you know, two or three big films a year, now just crickets. Where have they gone? And we want them to come back. Uh, Which actors would those be? Who would like to go first? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, don't all jump at once, guys. (laughs) That was great. Good. We're like a cue awkward silence. Yeah. I was like, who wants to go first? Cool. Nobody. Um, <laughs> Wayne, would you, would you like to go first then? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, look, there's been so many wonderful actors. 
uh, in our time. It's actually, once you start digging and seeing about actors who you haven't really heard from in a while, you're like, wow, there's a lot of you out there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess they're just really busy doing other things as well. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I thought about actors who I'd seen in one or two particular movies that I really liked and was just like, no, you need to be on screen more. So these are, these are actors who are still working, I suppose. Um, but I want to see them front center again. You know, I, I think they deserve to be, to be in the limelight and making lots of films. Um, one actor that I particularly had was Thomas Jane, good old Tom Jane. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Who I who I really like. Um, I absolutely loved him in The Punisher, um, and he's done other, you know, quite a few other films as well. But I just remember being blown away by his performance in The Punisher, just the film itself, and um, yeah, just what an amazing job. Like for me, he is ultimate in that role. Um, nice. Yeah, so as a bit of a comic book movie nerd myself, that was just yes. like, this is one of the best comic book movies I have ever seen. Wow. And I think it's just so grossly really? underrated. Oh, yeah, wow. I just, okay. I love it, love it. I just think it's its its, its own gorgeous little world. Um, yeah, it's the second of three Punisher movies that have hit the big screen. Uh, but yep. I think it is, it's the best. And I, I think um, Tom Jane has a lot to do with that one. Um, nice. Someone else who I suppose really w- was there through my childhood and a little bit into my young adult years, the wonderful Brendan Fraser. Oh. Yes. Oh, my Good goodness. Call. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I really love Brendan Fraser. Um, he's come out in the last year or two to sort of explain why his career went south in Hollywood and it was really unfortunate um, as to why. But I think based on the the climate that we're now in, the, the awareness that we are and, and, and where Hollywood is hopefully heading, hopefully not just lip service, there is space for the wonderful Brendan Fraser to come back I on our so. screens in yeah. any capacity. I'm not necessarily expecting action star or action hero or anything like that. No. Um, he's extraordinarily talented. He's had a diver- He's got a diverse filmography um, and he's just a yep. beautiful, wholesome screen presence i think regardless of the role that he is in um brendan fraser is somebody who you just want to spend time with (laughs) in a cinema with if that makes sense he's just he's just there's something just lovely about him as a screen persona i think Mm -hmm. um so yeah if i'm going to backpedal and go back into comic book nerdy movies someone who um i first noticed in a comic book movie was toby Maguire. And uh. I, I am a big fan of, of Toby's work. I, I, I don't necessarily think his uh, Spider-Man films are the best that have been made, but that's not a reflection on him at all. He plays the role so well, but he's just in such... You know what I actually like Toby in um, are his dramatic roles. Um, his his dramatic performances are just absolutely wonderful. Um, Wonder Boys is amazing. Um, Cider House rules absolutely outstanding. Like th- this guy is just so incredibly talented, and also again has that diversity. Um, it's a shame he sort of dropped off as well because I, I, I he's one of those screen um, presences that just commands attention. Um, for someone who doesn't um, 
you know, have this sort of hyper-masculinity about him. He just, he still draw, you're still drawn to him. He's not like, a, he doesn't hog the screen at all or anything like that. But he's just drawn to him because of his just warmth and natural talent. Um, I'm a big fan of Tobey Maguire. And whilst, yes, he's known more for, for playing Spider-Man, if you haven't, check out his dramatic roles. Um, especially the ones that he made before Spider-Man. Absolutely phenomenal okay. actor. Mm. Yeah. Highly nice. recommended. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Josh Hartnett. I really yes. like. Yeah, I think. Yes. Yeah, he's one of those ones who, um, through you know Pearl, Pearl Harbor and Halloween, was, you know, oh, heartthrob, this, that, the other. Um, yeah, very good looking guy. Absolutely. Still has it. Watch him in Sin City. But he's just so talented. It seems mm. like it's it's a talent that's not really really being used a lot. Um no. so I'd love I'd love him to have a huge comeback. I think him in a leading role would be absolutely wonderful. Um someone else from childhood and this is true childhood um who actually is making a bit of a return to the small screen is Macaulay Culkin. Ooh, and yeah, I was actually thinking about him. Yeah, so he's going to be in American Horror Story. That's a series that everyone who knows me and knows the type of uh, stories I like to see on screen <laughs> keeps recommending to me, but I've not seen it yet. Um, but um, I've, I've like about, I think it was like late last year, I started, I just came, you start watching some Macaulay Culkin movies, you know, you start on one and you keep going through the others. Yeah. And you're just like, this kid is so talented. Like you can't he's appreciate so it when you're his, when you're his age, you can't appreciate no, the talent. No, no, no. Not like you go back and watch him in, in Home Alone, especially the first, the first Home Alone movie. Um, you watch him in The Good Son. You watch him in Uncle Buck and you're just like, that is just a natural raw talent. Yeah. Um, and under the hands of good directors, um, he truly, truly shines. I mean, look, he was in a, in a fortunate position to um, retire because he could afford to. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, more power to him, you know, good on him. Um, and the fact that he's been making, um, you know, a resurgence through podcasting um, and now coming back on screen, I think is really exciting. I, I look forward mm. to seeing what an adult Macaulay Culkin can bring to the table. Yeah. Um, I had a few of my favourite leading ladies, um, particularly those who flourished like in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, I would love to see Sharon Stone in a proper <laughs> role um, yeah. that, yeah, that utilises her more than her aesthetics uh, because, yeah. you know, she um, came to such prominence with basic instinct and that scene. Um, <laughs> and so her her beautiful aesthetics is what we focused on. I mean, we tend to do that with women anyway, I suppose. But she uh, is a, such a wonderful leading lady, I feel. Um, I, I really, really like seeing Sharon Stone on screen. I think she's a wonderful, wonderful actor. Uh, yeah. Similarly is Susan Sarandon. So uh. she's she's still appearing in movies um, and still appearing like in rom-coms and things like that, um, of, you know, not really a, 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 as the leading figure anymore. But I'd like to see her in a good, strong, dramatic role again. Um, yeah. Because she's just incredible. Um, Dead Man Walking. They're the only three words that you need to know about uh, Susan Sarandon as a performer. Just absolutely 
amazing. Um, yeah, huge fan of, of Susan Sarandon. I would love to see her um, in, a, in a really decent role. Um, someone who may not surprise you, who I will mention, and who is, yes, still working, but I want her to have the 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 big roles the the focus roles on television as well as in film is the incredible Michelle Pfeiffer. I think I knew you were going to say yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, no surprise. Um, no I surprise. Love that, I love that um, Michelle is in her sixties and still getting. Uh, roles and getting mm. really good roles as well. Um, she's focusing on her fragrance a lot now as well, but she's still acting. But I, I just again, somebody who is so incredibly talented. I want to see um, Michelle in that just wonderful leading lady role and just commanding yeah. the screen as she does. And yeah. I'd love, I'd love to see her in a quality limited TV series. Um, mm. I, you know, you know, if 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 she could get something of the caliber of like Big Little Lies, for example, which reintroduced us and reconfirmed the talent of so many wonderful women, um, yep. In that show, I think Michelle is worthy of something like that. She absolutely uh, deserves that. And I mean, look, she's not lacking, that's for sure. So <laughs> I think I, I miss her in those roles more than she probably misses herself, to be honest. But um, yeah. But I'd love to see Michelle Pfeiffer there. Um, I want to give an honourable mention of somebody who still appears in popular culture, um, but legal issues are keeping him away from the big screen, um, and that is my boy Jason Voorhees. I want him back in a movie, <laughs> front and centre. Um, Victor Miller, Sean S. Cunningham, sort out your shit and get him in his 13th movie because that is too epic to keep us waiting anymore. Hashtag bring back Jason. Yes, they're the people uh, that I would love to see more of on screen. <laughs> that is quite a list, Wayne. I love that. Yeah. Oh, you just, uh, as I said, you just start Googling and you're like, oh my gosh, this person, this person, that person. Oh, they're all so wonderful. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, in man. contrast to that, I don't have such a giant list because I can't think of anyone. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm sure I touched upon many. <laughs> yes. Well, there is one man that I would like to mention that I wish, you know, that he was on screen a bit more. Uh, especially in film because he's so talented and he's so amazing. But given his age, um, it's a little bit uh, difficult. Uh, Alan Alder. (laughs) (laughs) He is an amazing, an amazing actor, an amazing man. Um, The last thing we obviously saw him in was a marriage story. Yeah, Um, he was great. I I wish he had a bit more of a role in that because he was so good. (laughs) Yeah, he was was very Uh, funny in marriage story. Yeah, I wanted to see a little bit more of him, but um, you know, given the the actual uh, the story itself, the film didn't really need it to be honest. Um, but I would love to be able to see Alan Alda a lot more. He is so talented. I I love him. <laughs> um, I've been sort of going through um a this sort of list of actors that popped up on a website called Ranker dot com. Now, right. there's a lot. There's a lot of different um, actors. And this particular list is of actors that nobody cares about anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Well, that's really sad. I'm sure their mother's here. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you could go in here and rank them up or down depending on um, how many votes they get. So, okay. So, Fulia, yeah. uh, who are some of these people? I want to know if we care about them. I don't think we're that cruel. Let's let's have let's let's have a look. Is Vin Diesel right, on the so, list? <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the top three at be. the moment that I'm looking at. The, All right. So we've got number three is Bruce Willis. Uh, number two number two is Cuba Gooding Jr. And number one is Nicolas Cage. Uh, rude, rude, rude. Three great actors. Thank you very much. Aww, rude. They're all, yeah, they're all good. Yeah. I mean, but I kind of want. Are... Sorry, go on. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say I kind of want Nicolas Cage to make uh, like a bigger comeback because he makes a lot of straight to DVD uh, action films these days, which he's happy mm. to do. Um, and then every once in a while he makes a big screen film. But, like, I think he's working on National Treasure 3. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that. But I really want him to go back to his, like, you know, Conair yeah. heyday, you know, like that mm. 90s, 90s Nicolas Cage was so great. Yeah, true. Yeah. There's a lot of different actors on here. Like, I'm, I'm just looking at, the like, the top 10. And, you know, John Travolta's on there, uh, Will <laughs> yeah. Smith, Adam Sandler, there's a Washington, Meg Ryan, Helen Hunt, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, it's... Yeah, it's Jamie's made it's a comeback, like... though. <laughs> Jamie made you a know... comeback with Halloween. She did. <laughs> you know about um, that, don't you, Fulia? No. Uh... <laughs> yes, she featured her front and centre in her fan fiction. I, I, yeah. I, I, I know, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like no, Laurie Strode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing Richard Gere. I'm seeing um, Julia Roberts, you know, Sandra Bullock, Jack Nicholson. You know, oh, my God. Goldie Hawn, Owen Wilson. List. And these are all on the top. These are like the, the first 30 names that come up <laughs> on this list. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So cool. I thought if well, I if I run through this list, maybe a name will pop up, and one of them was Alan Alda, who was down towards the one hundred. So, <laughs> <laughs> so people still care about Alan Alda, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. So um, definitely uh, Alan Alda for me. Nice. Um, all right. Well, I also have a small list myself. Just three names. Um, cause I couldn't think of any others, but when I thought of this topic, these were the ones that kind of came to mind. Um, my first one is Billy Zane. Uh, I don't think Billy Zane has had a huge kind of movie for a long time. Um, and Billy Zane, I think is, he's so, so talented. He is such a, a, a natural charisma, um, and he's like equally good at playing villains and heroes. Like uh, every time I watch him in anything, it's just awesome. And then he, you know, for those who may remember or who have seen Zoolander, he plays himself in that in this like brief scene, which is <laughs> hmm. very, 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 very funny. Um, <laughs> um, but one of my favorite things he did, uh, actually, probably my favorite thing he's done was um, he was in a few episodes of Charmed. Um, in I think season six or seven, and he he played an ex demon who was like living out his final days basically and reminding Phoebe about 
you know, love and romance and stuff. And so they formed a, a really wonderful connection and they got to do lots of cool stuff. And there was even like a, a, an episode where he was suited up like Cal in Titanic. And this is like 10 years later almost. And he looked exactly the same. Like he does not age. I was, mm-hmm. it was crazy, but yeah, he's so good. I really like Billy Zane a lot. So I'd like, I'd like to see him make a comeback. Um, who else? Oh yes. Um, Catherine Heigl. Mm. Um, I, I adore Catherine Heigl. Um, 27 dresses is probably my top five rom-coms of all time. Wow. I, yeah, yeah I love, I love it. I've it's, actually never seen yeah. that one. Oh, it's, it's not bad. Oh, you would love it. It's so, it's so good. It's so much fun. It's, she's basically this, like, I kind of resonate with it a bit cause she's the, the typical, she's uh, always, always the bridesmaid, a- never the bride. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I was I was trying to say that, and then Fulia cut me off. I've been gone for a month, and nothing has changed. Love it. <laughs> oh boy, yes, always a bridesmaid, never the bride, and it's she becomes the focus of um, James Marsden's playing this reporter um, who ends up doing a story on her and um yeah she literally has been a bridesmaid like 27 times and she keeps all the dresses and um and then the movie is basically about her little sisters getting married to uh her boss who she also has a huge crush on and it's yeah it's it's all in the feels and it's all so much fun and yeah it's such a such a great film i highly recommend checking it out but um uh but yeah she hasn't really done too much you know since that time and um you know she did a string of rom-coms and then of course you know Grey's Anatomy was her big break and um and then she most recently I think I've I saw that she was in the last couple of seasons of Suits uh as as one as one of the like lawyers in that show um but apart from that she hasn't really done done too much that I've really seen so I, I and I think she's super talented she's got a knack for comedy and um and very very charming lady so I'd really like to see her make a return that would be awesome um and for my last my last pick um this is mostly just because I have a I still have a soft spot for her I don't know if she'll ever be able to turn it around probably not but here's hoping um, my final, my final pick is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> um, I know I was a huge, huge Lindsay fan. I, I have been a fan of hers since the parent trap. Like that movie mm. is one of my childhood favorites. Um, she's so good in it. I, you know, for years I actually thought she was two people cause I didn't understand how that worked when I was 10. Um, <laughs> too cute. Too cute. Yeah, she's yeah, she's so great in that movie and so talented. Like every film she made from her Disney days up until, you know, Mean Girls, like so like she's so good. She has such a great presence and she's got a natural gift for, you know, uh for acting, I think. I've, you know, everything I've seen her in, I've always enjoyed what she's done. Um <clears throat> but then, you know, sadly her personal life kind of interfered and took over um from, you know, that talent that she has or maybe still has somewhere hidden deep. I don't know. Hopefully. Um, because I, she's, I don't know. She's, I think she's brilliant and uh, she keeps trying to make comebacks and, and do certain things. Like she even had a reality TV show last year. 
that I haven't seen any of, but and I don't really plan to because I don't really watch much reality TV anyway. Well, but, um, I will tell you that she was one of the judges of Australia's The Masked Singer. So that's right, she was. <laughs> she was. True. Did we? Can we just take a moment to to discuss this a little bit further? Yes. Um, <laughs> there was a part of me that actually felt sorry for her on that show, but was impressed that she sort of held out and convinced me that she kind of knew who she was talking about yeah. <laughs> during that thing. Oh, uh, um, because they were, they were all like Australian celebrities, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the funny Not thing is, she, of them were actually. Well, the funny thing is, she actually like ended up guessing who the last person was. Hmm. Ah. Oh. Yeah, because it was what's-his-name who used to go out with her sister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And she kind, of, well. she kind of guessed him earlier on in the, in the series, so. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's okay. That's funny. I, yeah, I might have to go back and see if I can find any of those episodes. Because uh, d- I, don't feel obliged I never, to. never watched it. I oh, don't feel obliged? <laughs> okay. All right. I won't no, go, I won't I mean, go out of my way. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's actually a fine show, um, but yeah, you just kind of yeah. go, yeah, you know, it's it's not one that you necessarily have to see. Have to see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Um, no, I would really just like to see her, you know, actually get given a proper chance to, you know, come back and make a a, a grand, you know, appearance in in a leading role that would be really like a really nice dramatic role or even a comedy, like just own up to who she is. And like, if she only made goofy comedies for the rest of her career, then that's fine. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think she's, she's very talented and it's just such a shame that she kind of fell by the wayside. So I, yeah, I have a soft spot for Lindsay. I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit it, but. No, she's but talented. Yes. She is talented. Yes. Yes. And I, I was actually, just a side note, I was actually a big fan of her singing career as well. Oh, okay. I can't yeah. say I followed it. I followed her singing career. I did uh, not. No, she, yeah. Well, her and her and I are similar in age, so I think that she was making pop music at the time when I was sort of like in late high school and stuff. So I just remember. Yeah. I remember watching it on Channel V a lot. She yeah, she brought out like two or three albums, and they they weren't like huge successes or anything. But I I really enjoyed her stuff. So yeah, yeah there you go. She gave it a crack. She yeah. did. She gave it a crack. Um, okay. Well, I think I think that's the end of our little discussion, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Good topic. We good discussion. Com- Let's get all yeah. these wonderful humans back on screen. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Some really good picks in there from everybody. Mm. Very, very well done. Um, yeah. I'd be happy if any of them made made comebacks. To be honest. Yeah, it would be nice to see. Yes, definitely. Um, okay. Cool. Well, that's popcorn culture. For another week, yay! Um, yay. yay. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what's up with Fred? Look, we're all homebound. Um, I'm watching stuff, and I may be reviewing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All I can say, um, we have had uh, the latest Fred Watch podcast drop, which is our review of Duel, a uh, wonderful Steven Spielberg movie. Yes, that and was great. Yeah, so it was. Oh, so I've listened back to it. Actually, it's a it's a great episode to listen to. Highly recommend it. Oh, um, awesome! I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen back yet. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, really good episode um, with some wonderful humans discussing a wonderful film. Uh, I may be biased, but yes, that's that's my yeah. take on you <laughs> and that episode <laughs> recording. Um, and hopefully, Philip and I will have an Anzac Day special 
out this coming Anzac Day. Um, watch this space. <laughs> awesome. I look forward to that. Thank you. Ladies? <sighs> um, not really anything for me at the moment. Um, I've just been, because I've just been resting and trying to get better, I haven't really done too much creative stuff mm. at home and I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do going forward with with certain um, things. So I guess watch this space as well and I might have something in the works. I don't know. Nice. Um, but yeah, but it, I'm, I haven't had a chance to listen to the monthly yet, so I'm, I'm really keen to listen to that soon. Um, <laughs> Because it was so, it was so funny. Like I listening to, I think maybe it was last week's podcast called Fred and Folia's. Like I haven't listened to any podcasts because I I listen to podcasts when I drive, and I'm like, that's yeah. the exact same thing as me. <laughs> I I like I only started listening to a podcast like the back episodes of a podcast called Fred this week because I was back at work and I was driving every day, so I was able to actually. <laughs> do it you know mm. um yeah i should just do it at home anyway but whatever um i'm lazy i guess but, um, <laughs> yeah but you've but got yeah, routines no. though like i'm the same i don't really listen like sit and just listen to podcasts on the couch so to speak i'm always doing yeah. something else yeah, yeah yeah same well the other same. thing is with with some with some of the podcasts that uh like with one of the podcasts that you know kendall and i listen to uh, fat man beyond they mm. actually their their podcast is actually from their live stream um of their video that they yes. record of themselves okay um so if you so even if you don't listen to the podcast you can actually go on youtube and actually watch them talk about the stuff that you would normally listen to so yes <laughs> which is pretty good yeah, and yeah. you actually get to see them um, because, you know, some of the times they're referencing something which is visual and because you're listening to the podcast, you don't know what it is, so they have to describe it. But being able to watch it on YouTube is actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, nice. And I and it's the same with um, the Tested uh, podcast that I listened to, the um, still untitled The Adam Savage, Adam Savage Project Um which is also a podcast that comes from a video that they record of themselves. Um, so rather than um, listening to the podcast version of it, I've actually been watching it. So. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice one. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Um, but all the other podcasts that I would normally listen to when I'm driving, uh, he, he's sort of been put on hold at the moment. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's all right. It'll, we'll, we'll find ways to to listen to those again and I'm hopefully we'll be back in our cars driving around sooner rather than later. Yes. <laughs> we will see. Um, yeah. I don't fully, is there anything Fred, Fred wise you want to report or just want to plug your new channel again for us? Uh, oh, look, if anyone is interested in any other gaming content, you can uh, hop on over to uh, foolish Fuji on YouTube. Um, yeah, ju just, just been created, um, so there'll be weekly posts of uh, old streams that I've done in the past um, and a possibility of uh, maybe one or two uh, live streams throughout the week. So uh, depending on what I've got going on at home, which isn't as much as it usually is, uh, that's what I'll be doing. Um, I did mention last week that uh, this month's um, – this month's uh, Fred Watch review um, will be on um, the Cat Returns from Yay. the Shugibli franchise. So <laughs> uh, 
Very uh, nice. So that'll be that'll be up at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, apart from that, not much else is happening. But you know, trying to keep creative as best as possible, <laughs> as, yes. as much as keep... you can. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's it. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that might be it from us here at Fred. Yeah. I think so too. Glad to have you back, yes. Kendall. Yay. Oh, it's so good to be back. <laughs> thank, thank you for having me back. It's so this was a lot of fun. I really I really needed this and it's so lovely to hear your voices again. Yes, same, same. <laughs> yes. Alright. So with that 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 was, was a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. <laughs> I, I didn't I now, even bother this time. <laughs> I now I now understand. I'm listening to you guys try to sync that up. I'm like, oh, I understand how difficult it is now. Oh yeah, you love that <laughs> absolutely. So uh, we should probably just uh, leave it to one person from now on, or just leave it as a nice hot mess. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or we can just just. Look, either or, just wh- whoever edits, you know, think that's Fulia, then just, you know, you you, you surprise the listener with uh, yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you can even, like, d- dig back into old school episodes and pull out old outros if you want and just this is go true. nuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. It's time for the Fred Vlogs. Sure uh, is. Yes. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more. Woo! That was the Fred plug. The show was. was. Yes, I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Kantarmaja. And you've just experienced a podcast called Fred. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Remember, Remember to eat beef. beef. <laughs> yes. <laughs> never, never forget to eat the beef. Never forget. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay at stay home. Healthy. Yes. Stay, stay the hell at home, please. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my goodness. Watch all and the movies while you can. Yes. <laughs> Literally, we've been saying it. Now is the time to catch up on everything you are putting mm. off for ages. Yeah. Go through your, go through your watch lists and make sure they empty out by the time this pandemic is over. <laughs> yes. So, Fulia, how many times have you watched the Halloween franchise now? Zero. <laughs> What was that? Well, 12? Wow. <laughs> That's commitment. My goodness. Jeez, Fulia, you need to try watching other franchises like, you know, Friday the 13th. Absolutely, yeah. Or Child's Play. Yes. Uh, I, think, I think I'll stick to my Studio Ghibli, thanks. <laughs> also, watch the Conjuring franchise, um, you know, Ooh. since you've got your own little Annabelle doll there. Yes. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> Hey, Folia, do they still get up at midnight, have them little tea parties? Nope. <laughs> it's all in your head, Wayne. It's all in your head. Oh, it's all in your cabinet. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's where they will stay. <laughs> Folia keeps them under lock and key. <laughs> she knows what happens at the strike of midnight. 
<laughs> Fuji Fulia ain't ain't uh, Fuji Fuji ain't invited to them tea parties. Yes. <laughs> no. And I'm glad. <laughs> just just Fulia, do yourself a favor. Don't get them wet. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what? Don't do that. If you, you've Don't. got a creature when you get it wet and feed it after midnight, you never know what might happen. Mm. Oh, come on. I have watched the gremlins. <laughs> so you know the rules then. You know the rules. I know the rules. Yes. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Oh. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Yay. everybody. Until next week. Yes. And... and... Same. Same.